Hello Scorpio friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Scorpio October 2022 Astrology Horoscope. This is for you if Scorpio is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or anything else of a Scorpio placement that you watch for. What we're going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you are a very late degree Scorpio, so we'll say like November 15th through the rest of the sign, or like 23 degrees through the rest of the sign, then I also suggest you listen to my Sagittarius report because you late degree friends will benefit from both readings. Okay, so the tagline for this month for Scorpios is the perfect storm. Now I will let you know we're going to definitely put a much more positive spin on this storyline than what you might have seen in the book or movie with the same name, but there is a convergence of aspects that are really creating the best opportunity that I've seen in a very long time for you to break out of an old way of being and into a whole new world. So we're going to get into the details of that. This is a very busy astrological month. We're going to just kind of blaze through this overview and then go deeper into the points that, um, that really need more attention. In general, we have more salty aspects compared to speed ones. So expect to be on the road and have a speed bump, on the road and have a speed bump, on the road and have a speed bump. If you know that going into it, you'll be happier because you'll slow down. And that's one of the rules of Mars retrograde. Mars is one of your rulers. So this is especially important to abide by. And in general, rec Mercury retrograde, Jupiter retrograde, everything is sort of slowing and turning into this time really from September through to March of 2023, where we're going to be the spider, where we just kind of hang out in the web. Well, that's not a really great web, okay, but you get the point. We're hanging out in the web and we're letting food come to us. So rather than going out and trying to make something happen where all of this energy is rolling backwards and inwards, we're more going to just follow the flow, follow the inspiration and take it to the point before we get frustrated and just sort of honor the blocks, honor the rhythm, honor the pace, drop the agenda. And this is going to make for a very, very, very wonderful time, especially compared to trying to do the opposite. Okay. So we do also have a lot of sweet aspects. So even though the ratio is more challenged aspects compared to nice harmonious ones, we do still have a lot of happy points. Okay. So there are kisses throughout the month that we can have to boost you and boost all of us and um, make the other things easier. Mercury retrograde. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about this, but it's just important to know that your schedule, you know, you're trying to make a, make appointments or get things done or make arrangements or have dates set for things plus clarity plus you know contracts a little bit more hard more difficult in the first half of the month but mid-month especially once we get to October 17th and beyond we'll get out of at least that web of retrograde we're going to be in Mars and Jupiter for a while but You'll be able to have a little bit more clarity, be able to see a little bit further ahead to try to take steps along your path. And so the month is sort of split in that way. Mars retrograde is a time when our ambitions tend to wane. And if we don't slow our activities with those ambitions and we don't let that happen, we can get really frustrated. Okay, so this is a very sad person who's trying to force things in Mars retrograde, trying to fight or 
take actions from anger, especially October 30th through January 18th. But that shadow period before and after is very critical. It's the it's the web of time leading up to and leaving this transit that is just as critical. So September 4th through October 30th, we're building in the Mars retro energy. And January 18th through March 15th, we're getting cleared out of it. If you have to do something important where you need those tides going out for your boat to go as far and wide as possible, next spring might be your best bet if you haven't launched it already by August or so there. This is a time for inward and backward, internal energy and being the earthworm. The earthworm goes back over, back over, back over soil to make it fertile for new growth. And that is the energy that we want to hold at this time. Jupiter still retrograde until November 23rd. So those big dreams, those big ambitions, either we're working on the very small steps to make the big things happen, or some things that we're progressing might seem to have stalled out. All right, so just kind of important to note that once we get into November, that part of the retrograde um, layer is going to start to shift, but we still have it very present here in October. We've got the full moon in Aries, October 9th. We'll talk more about that and how that might affect you. And of course, the biggest discussion, these eclipses, Scorpio Taurus eclipse cycles. So Scorpios and Tauruses, anyone with those placements, you are in the hot seat. Okay, the fire is burning bright for active change. There are a lot of things weaving together to create that perfect storm. And we'll talk about the potential implications of what could happen here and what is at play in the short and long term for you as Scorpio. And then we've got the last Saturn-Uranus clash. 2021 and into 2022 has been dominated by these energies. They've gone a little bit into the backdrop in recent months between the spring and fall here or fall and spring for you all down under of 2022 but we do have that last clash October 1st through 12th and it will linger into November so oh, we've got a lot going on all right so let's just take it piece by piece here Mars your ruler is retrograde ambitions are going backwards laziness is going upwards and it's not just you, it's other people too. So if you require other people to do things as you may because of where Mars is transiting for you, they might also be getting lazy and they might also not be showing up. This is in a difficult angle for Scorpio. This is part one of our perfect storm. You've got your ruler Mars not functioning properly, which could be totally fine. I have Aries rising, so Aries is completely ruled by Mars and as Scorpio, you are co-ruled by Mars but I have come to love Mars retrograde, but it's only because I understand it and I honor the guidelines. So as an Aries, I would do similar things to what Scorpios do. We just sort of get behind something, get determined and just sort of make it happen. But that doesn't work in Mars retrograde. Now I see Mars retro as a time for vacation, staycation, dropping the agenda, minimizing the to-do list, and because of that, I love Mars retrograde and maybe you will come to love Mars retrograde too. But the whole big thing is that if you're trying to push something and it's not working, instead of getting deeper into frustration and going into forcing, then you just stop the pattern and you just step away. Okay. So again, this might involve other people. And so you might need to take, you know, a little space to, if the people aren't doing what you want them to do or things are coming up. It's a time for devoting to your inner world and to going deeper into the space of relationship 
which, you know, trying to come at it with a, 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 from a place of not being angry because anger, especially in Mars retrograde, can have some very negative outcomes. So we want to avoid making decisions from anger at this time. Okay, now this is October, but this is also really September into March. Okay, so we're we really have a long go here. I highly recommend that you search for Annie Botticelli and Mars Retrograde and find my blog and uh, video because this is a really important transit for Scorpios to know and I cannot do it justice in this report because we have too much to cover, but you'll want to understand this better. And while you're at it, look for my Mercury Retrograde one. Here's the spelling of my name, Annie Botticelli. And if you're listening on the podcast and you're wondering about these visuals, just know that the podcast is syndicated from my YouTube channel. So you can find my YouTube channel if you're interested in listening or watching, having the visual component. And if you're a person who's watching the visual component and you'd rather just listen, just know that you can find it on any um, major platform for podcasts or just search for Astro Kisses with Annie Botticelli and you can listen to my stuff um, through audio only. Okay, so let's go back here. We're just going to put that put that back because that's part one of our perfect storm. It's actually part one and two of our perfect storm because we've got Mars as the co-ruler and Mars in the um, a sign, Gemini, that is in a conflictive angle. So there's kind of two pressure points building there. The next pieces are these Aries pieces, okay? So besides having all this energy going on in Aries, this is a very long-term transit and we'll stay at that degree for a long time. So we're not really talking about that right now, but we do have Chiron and we do have Jupiter, both in retrograde, moving through the sign of Aries. And this again, makes a challenged angle for Scorpio placements. So you're getting the pressure, okay? But I am going to frame this in a positive light. So just stick with me if you're feeling like, wow, I'm already overwhelmed. I'm really worried about this. I will come through to give you a very positive example of of how this can work for you in a way that will light up your life in wonderful ways and change in positive ways all of the time to come. So this eighth house of Scorpio is being lit up uh, from Mars. That's a relationship, financial resources, money, debt, credit cards. That's part of the equation. Then when we got this Aries piece, that is your recognition, your physical body, your health, your systems, your pets, your animals, your, you know, what you go through every day, your daily stresses. We've got pieces here that are creating more pressure. Then we have the full moon. I mean, not the full, yeah, hold on a second. Yeah, it is actually. It's the full moon at 16 degrees of Aries. And that's on October 9th, okay? So the days are on October 9th, we'll say October 6th or October 12th. Building, culminating, fruition, drama, all along the lines of health, animals, your daily work, work situation, money, employment, um, anything like that. And this could be all of these things can turn out to be breakthroughs but they are building forces so do look out in those days around october 6th through 12th for these challenged points now all of you can experience the drama from this but those of you who are in the like november first like the first 10 days or so 10 10 to 12 days of october birthdays so we'll say 11 degrees to 21 degrees the closer you are to around the 6th or 7th of November, the more you might get a, a more powerful notification that this is occurring, okay? So that's the next level or layer. 
And you can see that each of these layers actually has multiple layers, because we're talking about the Aries planets here. We're talking about the multiple layers of Mars. Now we're going to build into the next layer. The next layer is the eclipse cycle. Okay, so this is the eclipse cycle in Taurus and Scorpio from the end of 2021 to the end of 2023. We're shuffling and reshuffling around your me-we sectors. So this has to do with your stuff or your shared resources, your spousal money, your parental money, the government, taxes, all of those things, which is also brought up by here. And also your individual money, your individual sustainability, your individual income, and everything having to do with the pushing and pulling and um, swapping around of energy in your relationship space. Relationships are on the agenda. You've got them through the eighth house here. You've got them through the Scorpio energy and you've got them through the um, Taurus eclipse energy in the seventh house. So relationships, how you are in relationships, how you're showing up in relationships, pattern in, in relationships are all at stake here. So we're going to bring in one more layer and this is the Saturn and Uranus square. Okay, so this we're seeing on a global level, but you're, we're also feeling it, I've, all of this is on a global level, it's also on a, a personal level. So within yourself, I mean, what I'm about to say can be applied to the world as well, and you will see, you can see how that's done, but I'm, I'm bringing it down to you more personally right now. So Saturn has to do with those things that are stodgy, that are not working, that are your systems, your belief systems, the way you do things that are old and archaic and not not working. But they're also those things that are stable, you know, that are certain, that kind of bring some order into your life. And then Uranus is at odds with that. It's the new, it's the revolutionary, it's the forward moving, it's the progressive rather than the retrospective. It's, you know, this force that is erratic and unpredictable and so those forces within you and those forces outside of you are clashing. And ultimately, we're looking for the balance of stability and the new. We're looking at the Saturnian lens of looking at the new things coming to your life. You don't want to just drop everything and, as they say, throw the baby out with the bathwater. Saturn wants you to see what structures you need to keep in place for stability and transition while the new things take place and where, and Uranus is showing where you need to wake up, uplift, revitalize, and shift these stodgy old things. All right, so can't have one without the other and they are at odds. So you can see this whole thing of this perfect storm is quite intense and this is going to lead to life-changing experiences. And this is true for all Scorpios. There's an extra level of emphasis there for those of you who are October born friends, so the closer you are to two degrees, we'll say, you know, two to seven degrees. So that's pretty much most of the October born and the other ones are going to be pretty close to that. There's an extra element of change here, but the rest of you aren't out of it because when you factor in that November 8th, 16 degree Taurus, which opposes your sign, now you're taking in almost, you know, most of the other Scorpios that will get direct hits from that. So we're really, it's really just those of you at the very end, like more at the very end of the sign, those same people who I recommended that you additionally listen to my SAG report, you all are not as much in the hot seat compared to the other placements, um, unless you have other Scorpio placements that are in that zone, which you may, because many people have more than one Scorpio placement. Okay, so let's go back to this perfect storm and reframe this in a positive way. 
I want to tell you a quick story about something that happened to me when I first labeled a chart the perfect storm. This is back in the days when I we didn't have the kind of technology that we had. I actually was hand drawing out charts, if you can imagine, and calculating, which is pretty crazy. This was like almost 20 years ago now. I guess it was, let's see what, this was in 2005 that I drew this chart for the perfect storm. Okay, so 17 years ago. At that time, I would print out the chart and I would circle with different colored pens the different factors and I would create this craziness that you see here. And I was like, what? So this was going on in my chart and I wrote at the top of it, the perfect storm. I probably still have that piece of paper somewhere. And what wound up coming out of this perfect storm was I moved to a different state. I moved to a drastically different climate. Okay, so from the beach to the desert. I moved away for the first time from my parents, um, my stepdad and my mom, who I was very, very close to, still have always been close to them, okay? And I left my long-term partner, who was, um, I was with for a long time. I had businesses with him. I had, we owned houses together, including the house that we lived on and the water there. Left my partner, broke up with him and left that situation. I took on the title, titles and officially of what I would doing, like what people would know me as, what I changed this dramatically because where I was in Florida, people knew me as a real estate investor. They knew I was studying these spiritual things. I did some of it as my work. Um, in the backdrop, but most people just knew me, you know, kind of as an entrepreneur. And I moved um, to Sedona, Arizona, the land of spiritual things. And I claimed being an astrologer and a writer and an author. And I changed, I stepped into what felt more real for me. And I think that's it, but that's kind of a lot, right? <laughs> so my life completely changed. And from that, that was very, very, very hard. So me and my dog, that's it, barely any stuff. Me and my dog moved and did all of this. And this is the type of all-encompassing change. Not to say that you all will experience all of that, but what, hap the, what this did for me and what this can do for you is crack you out of the matrix that is binding you in so many different ways. I left the relationship because the person was cheating on me. I couldn't figure it out, but finally the, this chart brought the information to me and I said, nope, not doing it. I had to get away from people. I had stopped drinking and everybody was still partying and I had to get away from that. And all of this just cracked and changed. So this is what we're talking about here. You have a chance, although there might be some strife and there might be some endings and there might be some conflicts. And I'm not saying that you're that the stars are right for you to make those decisions or try to make it happen. Because we talked about with Mars, don't try to make this happen. But if something comes to you, like let's say you get fired, let's say someone leaves you, let's say, you know, something happens that seems like it's out of your control. Remember the words that I'm saying here, that the universe is trying to crack you out of a matrix to open you up into the positive outcomes. So what wound up happening? I met my husband. Okay, so my perfect love came to me. My, I owned my work and it became very successful. 
We started a family. I made a whole new group of friends who are still my friends and family. And I healed from many other kinds of things and completely changed everything <laughs> in my life in a wonderful way. And so all of that being cracked out opened me up to all of this. And this is exactly what you are standing in front of. Okay, so it's very powerful, it's crazy, but this is the time, this is your time. If you want change, it's definitely coming. And yes, okay, so now, I know it's pretty intense, right? So I'm gonna give you a couple of other resources to look at to try to better understand this energy, okay? If you go to AnnieHelpsYouTV.com, that's the easy way to get to my YouTube channel. Find the Eclipse playlist, look for the Eclipses in Scorpio and Eclipses in Taurus, or you can just search organically for my name and those titles, but it will be easier to just go directly. These will give you even more insights into what types of changes you might see. Okay, and then also look for Saturn Square Uranus. Search for that with my name and find the podcast or video because all of this is at play for you, not just globally, but like part of your perfect storm. Additionally, I suggest that all Scorpios watch Eclipses in Aries or First House. This is still on the playlist as well. And that's because the eclipse itself in the whole house chart is going to be happening in the first house, okay? The first house of Aries. So you can get more pieces as to, I've already discussed a lot of what this looks like, but if you wanna go deeper and really understand this time, it's so powerful for you. Now from the Placidus point, because it's an early degree, we're talking about two degrees of Scorpio here, in the Placidus charts, all of you can actually experience some of this energy in the Pisces house as well, okay? So Eclipse in Pisces, 12th house. I'm just trying to give you all the layers to make this really comprehensive for you, you know, because life is complex and experience is complex and I like to go deep. So this will additionally show you these storylines about how your fears are accentuated and basically just facing your dragons, facing your demons, going through, you know, those things and and then getting more trust in the divine, which is part of what this is about. Amidst the chaos, there is a divine plan at work and this perfect storm is opening you up to that because the eclipses set us on our path of our highest trajectory while helping us to clear out massive amounts of karma in a very short amount of time and karma is, the negative karma is what keeps us limited. So you're getting prepared to break free from a lot of limitations under the guise of some stress and drama and pressure, but now you understand what's going on. Another piece that is happening this month as if everything else weren't big enough that I just wanted to mention and acknowledge is birthdays. Okay, so at the end of the month, the sun will get into Scorpio and this will create the solar return. The solar return is the time when the universe is especially powerful powerfully open and receptive to your wishes because the sun in the sky represents what you want. And when it comes back to the same place that it was at when you were born, you get a portal for wishing. So happy birthday to our, our October born Scorpio friends. And also remember that in the time before your birthday, you get very, very busy in your 12th house which means that your fears, your doubts, and all of those things 
are more active to show you what you don't want to help you see what you do want to help you with your birthday wishes okay and you do get some semblance of this energy even if you're watching for another Scorpio placement because when the Sun crosses over whatever your Scorpio placement is it does all still open up a, a portal for intentions where you can you know make your intentions to, to the universe known and um, and so in the midst of the perfect storm that's occurring, it is also important to remember that this time of revitalization and rebirth is further activated by the birthday time or the crossing over of the sun to your natal Scorpio placement. If you resonate with how I teach and you want to learn astrology, I have oh so many different ways that you can do that. I've got a ton of free things which you can see my blogs at AnnieHelpsYou.com. You can see my blogs at CozyBySweetStarlight.com. You can watch my YouTube horoscopes and other astrology videos at AnnieHelpsYouTV.com, also syndicated on my Astro Kisses podcast. The AnnieHelpsYouTV.com is my YouTube channel. If you would like to have some wellness and creating financial abundance free courses, go to LoomLife.com, L-U-M-E, Life.com. There, I also have two of my most comprehensive astrology courses, including Astrology Basics and Beyond, and my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. If you want to do astrology as all or part of your profession, I can teach you how. And even if you don't want to do it professionally, this course, which has at least 100 modules in it, it's super comprehensive and growing, you can learn how to help yourself and your family and your friends. And if you want to do it a little bit more low key for my little very low subscription exclusive content portal access, you can have even more learning how to do it yourself, read your natal chart, access to a natal chart, and plus extra and sometimes early content at AnnieBAstrology.com. Also check out my books. Books are not very expensive. They're um, available through Kindle as well, and one of them is available through Audible. You can check out Radical Prayer, Transform Your Life and the World in 28 Days. It's a beautiful book. I've heard a lot of people carry it around in their purses. It's got affirmations and just other ways to stay connected to spirit. And planetology, how to align with the natural rhythms of the universe. This is a gorgeous, very long, comprehensive textbook that has simple sections that you can follow and go back to over and over again to help you align with the natural rhythms of the universe. You will find this book on the shelf at all the major booksellers in the Mind, Body, Spirit section. And you can find both of these online and through any other venue. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.